Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it going. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Um, it's not easy to um, start a show this way, but man, I, I don't even know how to like say this. But in case you missed it, today it was announced by Brian Kelly. Michael Bonnet sent out the email in reference to a statement from Brian Kelly, which read. Now, I'm going to read you that statement from Brian Kelly. Let me get to my email here. Um, From Brian Kelly through Michael Bonnet, which stated... Uh, defensive line coach Jimmy Lindsey will be stepping away from LSU football program as he deals with a personal health matter. In Coach Lindsey's absence, John Jancic will serve as defensive line coach, and Bob Diaco will uh, be the coach for the outside linebackers and special teams. Our players are with Coach Lindsey and his family, and we ask that their privacy be respected. We look forward to his return to the program so there at the end it does sound very you know um like we look forward to him coming back hopefully it's not something that's ultimately life-threatening and that he will be okay and that everything will be fine but listen as much as this sucks for LSU and that coach Lindsay has to step away you have two defensive coordinators or a defensive coordinator and Diaco who is now taking over as the outside linebackers coach and special teams, something that he's very familiar with. At least you have a lot of experience there and are able to rebound very quickly to some bad news. Remember when Meatball, uh, uh, Coach Johnson, um, was having to... 
uh, come up for reasons and be uh, a part of the coaching staff. And he did a really good job. It's extremely unfortunate, but you were able to respond really well. But that does not matter, right? Like, that does not matter. One iotum whatsoever, be, just because of simple nature. Like, guys, this is football. And I know that you want LSU to play really bad, and they will play. But the ultimate thing, the ultimate concern falls with that we hope that everything is okay for Dean line coach Jimmy Lindsay. So prayers up to you, coach. We send out uh, us, you know, get well soon. That that is just so awful, and we're sorry to hear that. Uh, but we will get to our Rafino's rants. Brian Kelly did give his summer recap on some things, just some things that we'll take away from what Brian Kelly had mentioned today. But we'll go on to Rafino's rants. I might even add one thing because. <laughs> Looks like Texas may be negatively recruiting off a D-line coach that just went down because of health reasons. We might talk about that uh, as well. I will give my SEC predictions here tonight. Who do I think is going to win the West and the East? I'll give that in order uh, as well, and we'll run through that. This time, I promise we'll go through Saints camp and just one final statement on realignment that I hate talking about so 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 much i if you told me blake you never have to talk about realignment again i would be 1000 percent okay with it i would 1000 percent be okay with it so exhausting god bless america so exhausting to continue to hear about realignment doesn't really affect you, though, because you'll continue to be uh, a really good program. Uh, Trip Block says, what's up, buddy? Happy birthday as well. It says, ask like any news on Brady Montgomery. We kind of put this on the message board and, and some people that are close to the situation. Um, very close to the situation. How do I want to say this? Have put inside the message board like, hey, we think he... It kind of might be coming down to Mississippi State, him going home, or him staying at Stanford. I think LSU has pretty much done what they're going to do, and they're going to move forward. Now, would they take him? Yes, but we'll have to wait and see. Jason Brumfield says, Cy was afraid of that. I hope this doesn't cost us uh, Colin Simmons, which we will talk Colin Simmons and Caden Durham here tonight. That was the main part of our Rafino's rants. Uh, we'll talk about it. It's not going to that's definitely not going to cost you. Now, I would be more nervous about Dominic McKinley more than uh, Colin Simmons or Caden Durham. It has no effect on that whatsoever. Jamie Brady says, you can always bring Coach O for a stint as a fall-in. I was wondering how long it was going to take for somebody to say, go get Coach O. The answer is no. Elwin, we did not freeze up on our end. That's on you, buddy. We don't, we're not, we can monitor, we monitor that. We are not freezing up. That's on your end, bud. Kevin says, check out Caden Durham's gloves on his announcement date picture. Yeah, I mean, I did notice that, but that's just a photo that he had. 
and that was used. Um, but signs are always sent in recruiting. If you're on the forum, you you knew a week and a half ago what I felt about it. But, you know. Uh, Arthur says Durham and Simmons are announcing on the 10th. Correct. That is correct. They will be uh, announcing their commitment on August the 10th. So looking forward to that. But obviously, we're going to be talking about that a lot probably here tonight. Jason Brumfield says, true, dang, I'd hate to lose McKinley too. Well, I don't think you will. I don't think that this ultimately hurts you because you just, you got to be open with them. Like, hey man, this this stinks. There's nothing that you can do to prevent something like this. But, you know, with that last statement from Brian Kelly, you just hope that Coach Lindsey's able to return. And look, I mean, look, I'm not going to, I net, and this has, and if somebody else wants to, talk about this or break the news, I will push it for him and, you know, great for him. I don't like going out there talking about people's health. If you've noticed, very rarely in the four, or actually, damn, it's almost six years in, uh, in October, the six years that we've done this, I don't like talking about people's injuries because I don't like speculating because I'm not a doctor, I don't know. Unless something's like gift-wrapped because I don't want to get all the questions on I, something I can't answer. But that stinks. That stinks. Uh, we're going to talk about this more in depth, too. But the simple nature that Texas thinks it's okay to try to capitalize on a coach going down for a health reason. Like, Texas, this is the reason why you'll never be back. Maybe Texas needs to worry about their coaches going out there and just saying, well, this game's going to be like us going to Kansas when they go week two in Alabama. Congratulations. You just put up bulletin board material for the ass kicking that you will now receive from Nick Saban and company. I don't care who is playing quarterback. I don't care if there's an orangutan. You could put a dolphin out there with no water and Saban will find a way to beat your ass because of stupid statements you make like that. You know, one thing is certain about Lane Kiffin. Now, he can be a dummy, but the one Lane, one thing Lane Kiffin learned in his time at Alabama, don't poke the bear. Sarkeesian needs to learn how to keep his mouth shut because how are you going to be a coach talking about, uh, uh oh, we're, we're just going to go in there like every other game. Yeah, you got to say that. That's coach speak. But don't say it's like going into Kansas. Like, come on. It's like going and marching into Kansas. No, it's not. The last thing fam famous in Kansas before the whole Les Miles debacle was Dorothy. Pooh Bear, do you know anything that's popular in Kansas? Oh, their basketball team. Okay, what else? <laughs> Nothing. They got a raisin canes. And no, it is not the first time that they've neg negatively recruited LSU. That's so true by Pooh Bear. Purple Kush. Yeah, I smoke that Kush. <laughs> Says, with the Super Chat. I love it when you guys send the Super Chat. Says, if LSU lands both Caden Durham and Colin Simmons, I will be so happy F to Texas. 
Yes, indeed. Well, we're going to talk about that. You need to be subbed on the forum, man. You need to be subbed on the forum. Got to be. Doug No says, Sark needs to learn how to win more than nine games. He's never done it. No doubt. C. King says, Brandon Harris is still on staff. I'm sure he's still bitter with his days at LSU. Wouldn't surprise me. And look, Brandon's done some really good things in recruiting. Doesn't want to come back to Louisiana? Good on him. Good on him. But just let it be known, and he may come back to LSU one day. Who knows? But what you say out in recruiting gets to people in media and people in the know. Got to be careful, man. Y'all hear that shoulder popping, boy? Ooh. God, that felt good, boy. God, that felt good. All right, last one before we get rolling. Brandon Reese says, it's funny to me, Blake, that Texas is trying to compare Bama to Kansas, I guess because they lose to them, too. <laughs> That's a good one. Got to give it to old Reese man there. That's a good one. All right, let's get rolling. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share all of the uh, all of you that are inside of Facebook. Share all of those Facebook groups. We're unable to really share it to too many. So if we haven't shared it to your group or we haven't shared it somewhere that you like conversating about LSU, share it there. Share it on your page. Share it everywhere. If you're with us on YouTube, hit that like button. I know there's about close to 160, 170 of you in there. Do us a favor. Hit the like button and hit that share. Wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're watching us on Fubo, glad that you are with us. All right, let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag. Good friends over at GM Varno and Sons, gmvarnoandsons.com. We talk about Colin Simmons, Kane Durham, much more next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales, no job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Full Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. We're, We're back. <laughs> so I got to share this because Brian Kelly just tweeted this out. This is something. 
We need to do a side-by-side of when Brian Kelly showed up to when he um, got here and now look at the team. Guys, look at how many players you've got on this team. My goodness. Sorry if you're on the audio podcast and you can't see it, but the entire team room is full of players. Remember when Brian Kelly got in here and there was about a third of the seats filled? Y'all remember that? We need to do a before and after photo of when Coach Kelly got here uh, until today. But camp is underway, and it's something else that we will be talking about as well. And we will be out there. Barring something crazy happening, we will be out there. But in case you missed it today, probably the big news. Probably the biggest news of the day. Well, and even last night after the show was that five-star edge rusher Colin Simmons and four-star running back today, or last night and then today, uh, Caden Durham, both from Duncanville, Texas, announced that they would be setting their commitment dates. Well, we learned today that both of them will be doing it. I'm assuming just punting two and two together here, since they're both doing it on the same day of August the uh, August the 10th, that they will both be committing together. That would be my assumption, and I do feel good where LSU sits. I put this in our message board, a long and more detailed endeavor. You can go and read it. But I feel good where LSU is. And I've put my picks in. I put my pick in a week and a half ago, I think 10 days ago for Caden Durham. And put my pick in for Colin Simmons. And last weekend cannot be under-emphasized at what LSU did. Now... A week in recruiting could be could feel like a month because things can change so much. I don't know how much it's going to change here. You go and get the running back that you targeted in this class. You go and get the premier, not just a really good pass rusher, but the best edge rusher in the country in high school recruiting if you're able to land the both of them. But context clues kind of tells you where this one may be leaning. Now, I know what some of you say. Every time some kid commits before signing day, there's always that one negative guy that comes into the post or goes out on Twitter and it's like, well, that's cool and all, but these kids aren't committed like we used to be. Well, Blake, are they going to make it to December? You think they're still going to be committed? As they sip out of their cup, drinking their Dickel 12. Ooh. Probably shouldn't have done that. Probably shouldn't have done it. Bottom line is this. Bottom line is this. There was a narrative. Not only when Brian Kelly got here, but even parts of when he was been the head coach at LSU that he can't recruit. And even though some with high school-sized chin straps want to get mad every time we say something about it, which it doesn't really matter, and they're blonde, the bottom line is what you're doing in recruiting up front is on a whole different 
level, y'all. We ran through it last night, Bears repeating. Five-star Will Campbell, five-star Emory Jones, five-star Lance Hurd. You got a guy that was on the brink of being a five-star last year in DJ Chester. You go and get a five-star edge rusher this past class in Deshaun Womack. He's not he's obviously an inside backer now, but a guy that even this season is going to be coming off the edge a lot in Harold Perkins. If you're able to land the most premier, a what could be generational type of guy in Colin Simmons, and you get him committed, you get him signed, and he is an LSU Tiger. What a win for LSU. Now, what's crazy is, is what's going to happen in the perception of LSU if they do commit here. Because LSU is hovering around the top 10s. They've been 11. They've been 9. They've been 10. They've been 9. They've been 10. You land these two commits in Colin Simmons and Kane Durham, guys, you are in the top five. That's how close that all these recruitments are. Then you start feeling really good like you probably already should have. But like we told you a month and a half ago, like we told you two months ago, when the conversation started coming up in June about, well, LSU's not doing things in recruiting. LSU's not doing it. They're not doing it. They're not doing it. All of a sudden, you sit here potentially landing a top 10, top 5 prospect and potentially landing a running back that's in the top 100. Do y'all hear Ben? Can you hear Ben? Okay. <laughs> What a day it's going to be if both of those young men say LSU. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be amazing where you sit. So in reference to what I think, go in the forum, read it. It's all there. We don't, we hadn't deleted anything. Colin Simmons, you feel good for Kane Durham. You feel good for. This team you feel really good about as camp starts tomorrow. Now, just going to throw this out here because it's obviously out there on Twitter. But Sherman Wilson, who is on the staff and most notably about what he does in recruiting is more and being a on the staff to help and maintain relationships with players, and he does a fantastic job. Tweeted out around 5.50 today, says, imagine using that as a recruiting tactic. Horrible human beings in college sports, man. And what he's talking about, just in case you don't know, and I'm assuming here, okay, completely assuming, just taking a shot in the dark, is Texas out here recruiting negatively against LSU because Jimmy Lindsey is stepping away because of personal health reasons? Is that is that it? Is that what's going on? Now, I was out absolutely ridiculed by the no good cowboy hat wearing big buckled small penis having ass texas fans no pause pooh bear no pause 
for me saying that they were out there negatively recruiting. What does that tweet tell you? Because they've been doing it for months. Colin Simmons, Caden Durham, whoever it may be. And you know what? It might be about to backfire on your ass. Herman did it. Sarkeesian's doing it. I'm not reading that. I'm not reading that. I am not. I am not reading that. Meeny weeny. <laughs> I saw it out of the corner of my eye and knew what it said. I knew what it said. And I was deep. I was pause, but I was really getting into a good rant before you sent that. (laughs) You can't do that. My goodness. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Anywho, anywho, Texas, if you're going to negatively recruit because of co- because of health reasons, come on, man. We know that you're shitty people. We know that you put opposing teams' fans in the nosebleed. We know that you turn off the air conditioner when LSU goes over there in 2019 and kicks your ever-living ass. Joe Burrow has a coming-out party. Come in all capital letters. <laughs> but it's true. Come on, man. Come on, man. John Bellin says, and that's why we love Pooh Bear. <laughs> oh, man, you got to love it. You got to love it. All right, let's get to a couple more things. Uh, in the show. Let's get to a couple of y'all's comments, man. I feel like we have not done a show just myself and you in quite some time uh, because we're going to have a really big show tomorrow because it's day one of camp. John Sibley Butler, what's up, bud? It says, Bre- uh, Bo Davis will not recruit negatively, especially against LSU. Yeah, I think he would. I, I think you're being sarcastic, too. Penn Jones, who Pin Jones? Sends a four nine nine dollars super chat. Says just because of the mini weenie comment. So Pooh Bear, I owe you five dollars. Let me Venmo you five dollars from Pin. Was well, funny. I saw this. I saw this out of the corner of my eye, and I just couldn't. I could not uh, ignore it. Look who the look. Look who it is. It's Chameleonaire. <laughs> he said, Daniel Williams says, just give me Simmons. That's all I want. You got to get more than just Simmons. You got to fill the team, and you got to fill the team of really good players. Jason Brumfield says, I love hearing BK can't recruit just or, or, or can't recruit. He just pulls a five-star out of Texas and shuts everyone up. Harold Perkins now Colin Simmons. And not only that, man, going and getting Deshaun Womack. I mean, that's a big deal. And how many years with a Louisiana dude, I might add, in Ed, and with Les Miles, did you struggle in North Louisiana? He goes up against Lance Hurd. I mean, come on, guys. Like, 
you go to Manny, a place that you have zero success, zero success, and Manny. And all of a sudden, Brian Kelly's here and they go. Like, you had a Louisiana dude here and couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. That just speaks volumes. You know what else it speaks volumes to? Because you can't bring in recruiting analysts to be on your staff that's not from the state. Those are the ones that make the bones. The Jordan Arsimaws, the the Sherman Wilsons, all of them. You got to have them. If you don't have those guys, you are screwed. You're so screwed. You know it and I know it. You know it and I know it. Harold says, McKinley. Did I miss a comment from you, bud? Um, What do I think about him? Spectrum Wellcare says that was Jamar Kane. Well, we did the commitment. Just Wellcare, if you don't remember, we did his commitment. Yeah, it was your defensive line coach. Jamar had a big hand in playing in that. No question about it. We did the Womack thing, and Jamar came on the show later that night. No doubt. Kid's not here because of Brian. Kid would not have been here if Brian Kelly did not get his hands involved in it. I promise you. As the person who did it, I promise you. 1,000%. I love Jamar more than anybody. I promise you that wouldn't have happened. Mario's crystal ball. I see what you did there. Says, yes, people are totally forgetting about Womack. Well, you ain't going to be able to forget about him long because we're got camp tomorrow. Now, Brian Kelly kind of gave a little summer update. He really didn't say a whole lot that you don't already know. I would just be regurgitating things that you already know that he's already said. The only thing that Brian Kelly really did say today that just kind of caught my eye is I can just tell that he knows that he's so much better up front. He he just knows. And that is where you're going to win. The way that this dynasty is going to be built, the way that this dynasty will be built, the simple, the simple nature you got these five stars up front. Like, at some point, people are going to have to start looking at LSU and saying to themselves, hey, man, we knew that they had the skilled dudes on the outside, and you still do. You went and got five-star Jalen Brown, five-star Shelton Sampson. You got uh, uh, Caleb Jackson, Trey Holly. I I mean, you had a really damn good class. Guys up front that can play. Quincy Wiggins, uh, uh, the first year technically that Brian Kelly was here for a recruiting class. You got to love it. You got to love it. Cat uh, Clark says, Blake, you love sticking pins in your hat. I do. I do. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, Let me say this, too, before we get to break. Um... Shout out to the, or not shout out, uh, condolences to the Amit community, uh, Amit, Louisiana, as f- uh, Father Mark 
who is there uh, passed away today. Father Mark Beard passed away in a car accident. Um, I just got a text from my brother and that was confirmed. He died in a single car accident. So some of you had reached out to me a while back um, and had said that you had met and known Father Mark. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Father Bear, Love you, brother. Says, not being negative, just questioning. Our running back room has eight players in it. Does that work against us with Caden? No. I don't I don't believe so, Father uh, uh, Father Hebert. Uh, simply because Josh Williams won't be there. Noah Kane won't be there. John Emery won't be there. And then, so even if you got Logan Diggs back, Trey Bradford, Armani Goodwin, the two freshmen, and Durham, you're cutting, you know, two that you would have on roster now, you know? So, no. All right. Got to get to a break. Let's talk about our good friend Tyler Alexander over at EXP Realty and our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Don't go anywhere. We're back with you. But don't forget about my good friend John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage. GMFS Mortgage. They are changing lives. Guys, it's where me and Megan have, or my wife Megan and I have our mortgage. Guys, they are so great to work with. Everything we need, they are on top of. They may buy the new home easy. We saved a lot of money on our mortgage, and we could do that cash out refi when the time comes. GMFS changing lives. Let them know that Blake sent you on by. Let's talk about our good friend, Tyler Alexander. We're back next. Don't go anywhere. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man. He's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Very quickly, because we do this every year, paper pop. And I have not officially given out what I think it's going to look like in the SEC. So tonight, I've been asked multiple times. 
in the show. Blake, who do you think wins the West? Blake, who do you think wins the East? What do you think all 14 teams look like? And I got to admit that I had kind of had slipped up my mind a little bit. I had not thought about like, hey, man, I hadn't made my, I guess, my pick publicly about who I think is going to win the West. Who do I think is going to win the East? That's going to change here tonight in the SEC. Call me a homer, and it's fine. I could justify why I think LSU is going to win the West again this year. You know all the reasons why we talk about them here every night. Can talk about the quarterback stability. Can talk about the running back stability, wide receivers, offensive line, quarterback, D-line, linebackers, DBs, maybe. I could ju- head coach. I could justify why I think LSU is winning the West. You've heard it all offseason. A lot of people thought that you were going to be at SC Media Days projected to win the West anyway. I think you're the best overall team and roster in the West. You've got everything that you need. Now, you added depth on the D-line. You added depth at linebacker. You brought in more DBs that can really play. I mean, guys, Denver Harris at the end of the day is still a former five-star. Let's see what he can do. You still have guys like Zy Alexander, Deuce Chestnut, who was a freshman All-American. You have a guy like Andre Sam who single-handedly made Notre Dame look like he was playing with, with children out there in flag football. Needless to say, I think that you're deep enough to win the West. Would I be shocked if you didn't? No, not really. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Alabama is once again under Nick Saban good, regardless of who their quarterback is, because it is Nick. I mean, at some point, we just got to be true with ourselves and just say, hey, man, if he does something crazy, yeah, he's the best coach ever. And there's no bones in saying otherwise, even though I just don't see it either that they can win the West because you're better than them, but we'll see. But the SEC West that I have in order, LSU winning one. I do have Alabama two, A&M three, Ole Miss four, Auburn at number five, Arkansas at six, and Mississippi State at seven. I know that I'm going to get ripped alive, and I felt like an idiot at a lot of times putting Arkansas at six, mainly due to the fact that they have K.J. Jefferson. But as my good buddy Carter Bryant says, you really just don't know what they have on the outside. Their defense was the worst defense in the country when it came to pass defense can they fix any of that well their best db and catalan has left and went to texas their best defensive back not named nudie mclaughlin who was at lsu they don't have a lot of great safety play they don't have a, other than dwight really any good corners that can help them out so i'm gonna go with arkansas at six i think Ole miss and AM's a toss-up now i will probably get ripped alive a little bit about putting AM three. I just do think that this Petrino thing may work. You know, like the only, and if it doesn't, AM could be number seven on this list. They could be number two. They can be number three. They can even be number seven. They're the most, I've said this many times, the most intriguing team to me because, guys, they have so much talent around them. 
hopefully for their sake, I don't hope they do this because I want them to lose every game. But hopefully for their sake, he actually lets Bobby Petrino call plays. And if they do that, I do think that they'll be fine. You, you, you ready for the East? It's a shocker. It is 1,000% a shocker. I have Georgia winning the East. Oh, wrong button. Spooky. We have Georgia winning the East. Guys, what do you want me to come out here and say? What do you want me to come out here and say about Georgia? They lost Stetson Bennett. Okay. <laughs> they still got a really good offensive line and running back core. They still got Brock Powers. Well, they're replacing line on D-line. They have four, five-star D-linemen. Yeah, but Blake, they're losing linebackers. <laughs> they got dudes there. Oh, and by the way, they had the top overall corner technically in last year's class that still there. Georgia's going to be a really good football team. Now, the only question becomes, the only question becomes, does Joe Milton go off? And if Joe Milton can go off, which I have, Georgia 1, Tennessee 2, if Georgia can go off, then they can beat Georgia. Guy that size, that athleticism, it, with that arm, if he has a semblance of accuracy, he have, if he has a semblance of not being prone to toning the ball over, which we've seen from him, he's going to be really good. He's going to be really good. And you could say that really about every single quarterback in the country, but if he does what he's supposed to do, if he plays like he did against Clemson in that bowl game, then they're going to be the second best team if they not potentially could win the East. I just think Georgia is way, way, way too deep for them. I think they get that running game going. I don't see it happening that way. South Carolina at three. Y'all want to... Um, I'm just not sold on Kentucky. I'm not sold on them. I know they got their offensive coordinator back. I know they got the quarterback from NC State and Devin Leary. I know I probably should be higher on Kentucky. I like Shane Beamer. And I think they're a really good coach team. I got South Carolina at three because I think, like we saw last year, they got a lot of momentum. And they got a lot of good players. Jaheen, losing Jaheim Bell, yeah, it's a big loss. But they got one of the better sneaky tight end rooms in the country. Oh, by the way, Nicholas Harbor's in town. Remember Nicholas Harbor? Because you were trying to recruit him last year. And he ultimately went to South Carolina. I think South Carolina's got some, got some dudes up front. But if they're – I'm not confident with any of these teams three through seven. You could mix match any one of them three through six for all I care, and it wouldn't really bother me. I just really like Shane Beamer. I think he's goofy as hell. I don't know what he's doing half the time. 
He's like a he's like a youth pastor. Shane Beamer is the youth pastor of SEC coaches. He is the youth pastor. He's the guy sitting in the front row at youth camp saying, Jesus paid it, which is a great song. And I love the good Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. But he's that guy in the front row. Jesus paid it all. Shane Beamer. Hopefully God guards his DB unit this year, though, because if he doesn't, (laughs) my God, is it going to be a tough time for him? I got Kentucky number four because even though I do think that they're not going to be up to the standards that they think that they should be at, I still think that they could be an eight and four, nine and three type of team because they, I got to agree with Carter, don't play anybody. I got Missouri at five. Listen, Blake Baker might have been the best defensive coordinator on LSU staff in 2021, and he probably should have been calling plays. The problem for Missouri last year was not defensively. The problem with Missouri a year ago was what they did offensively. They couldn't score. They couldn't bust a grape up front. They have done a very solid job defensively. And I think Blake Baker, if he has another solid year, even if even if Eli Drinkwitz is able to um, not sustain what they want him to, I do think Blake Baker can get picked up somewhere because I think he'll be a really good D. He's a really good DC, and he's shown that Miami was just a fluke, and he can come into the SEC and do some really good things. They got Miami uh, at number five, number six, Florida. I, they, y'all know how I feel about Florida, man. Y'all know how I feel about Florida. I am not sold on Billy. I've never been sold on Billy. I've been on this show. Ever since his name started floating around, should he go to LSU? And then Florida got involved. Never have been a Billy guy. And kind of don't feel like I will be. Now, I'll give Billy this. Billy Napier is recruiting at a very high level. Can't take it away from him. Can not take it away from him. I just don't like that he... the. Like him being a play caller, it doesn't work for me. Doesn't work for me. I don't think Graham Mertz is a dude. I don't think he's a guy. I don't think all, I think they lost a lot of pieces along their offensive line. Their running back core is solid, but they, you know, I keep hearing everybody telling me that, oh, well, Georgia will be fine at receiver. They got Ricky Pearsall. Pearsall, Lysall, who gives us all? They do not have the weapons. Okay, to compete in the SEC with old white boy Pearsall out out wide. Now, Duke can play a little bit. I'll give him this. I'll give it. The kid can play a little bit. But Pearsall, Lysall doesn't matter to me. LSU, Georgia, doesn't matter. I'm not looking at you this time. Doesn't matter. They're still going to get beat. All right, Ricky Pearsall is not that bad of a wide receiver. But is that your lead dude? Is that the guy you're trying to get the ball? Is that your Malik neighbors? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah the top five pick. Guys, they had a top five pick last year in, 
Anthony Richardson. At quarterback, no less. Guys, what y'all think, Brian Kelly? All right, I'll read it now. Pearsall, Lysol, alcohol, fellas, you might Hey, remember that. Remember that I said this. When we play 30, I mean, when we play Florida. Okay, you remember Pearsall, Lysol, alcohol, don't matter. <laughs> All right. Oh, and by the way, at number seven, I got Vandy. But I do have Vandy on the over three and a half. I placed that bet. Pooh Bear turned me on to that one uh, last year because it wasn't at two and a half last year. Yeah. All right. Saints camp. Nah, I'm not going to stay long on this one. I can't stay long on this one. What you want me to say, man? That could be a 10-win team. Let me tell you this. Because Alvin Kamara might be suspended. I keep hearing everybody that covers this team. Everybody that keeps covering this team keeps trying to tell me that they're a 12-win team. Y'all, the Saints ain't no 12-win team. They're, they're not. Now, could they be? Is that maybe they're outright ceiling? Maybe. Jimmy Graham's doing pretty good, was out today. Had some all, you know, what does Trevor Penning look like? You know, he hurt one day, not. Stop me if you heard this before. Andrews Pete is still out. Um, think this team can win the NFC South, man. But I'm just not sold on. Like, I, I just don't know how sold I am on Derek Carr. Okay, Derek Carr, and like it's like we said when he was when he came to New Orleans, Derek Carr is a middle of the pack quarterback. He is a middle-of-the-pack quarterback, and I know you want the Saints to be really good. Well, he didn't have the defense or the weapons. Okay. He had Devontae Adams last year, though, and things did not get better. Things did not get better. And I agree with Conrad here. Conrad says Dennis Allen isn't a 12-win-a-year coach, and I agree with that. I agree with that. All right, let's get to a couple comments. Hold on one second. Brandon Reese says, Florida schedule is crazy this year. They do have a very tough schedule. Florida uh, Gator schedule. Let me pull this up. Because it is pretty rough, man. It is pretty rough. Let's look at this for just a second, though. Um, I can pull it up right here. So this is Florida's schedule. I do. I agree. I think it's tough. You got at Utah at home against McNeese. You got at home against Tennessee. I think you could easily, easily start off two and one or one and two in the season. You got Charlotte, which makes you two and two. I think you lose to Kentucky on the road. 
I think you beat Vandy, so you're three and three. I think you lose at South Carolina, you're three and four. You pl- you play against Georgia, you're three and five. You play against Arkansas, I think you're three and you could be three and six there. At LSU, could you be three and seven? At Missouri, I think you win. You're four and seven. Like you're gonna have to either be you're gonna have to be Arkansas, Vandy, and Kentucky because you're not beating Tennessee and. You better pray to God you beat Utah. You better. So let me just run through this again. I mean, are you sure that they beat Utah? Because I'm not. Even if you gave that to him, even if you gave it to him and say they beat Utah. So you're 2-0 going to Tennessee, you lose. You're 3-1 because you beat Charlotte. You're 3-2, you're 4-2, you're 4-3, 4-4, 4-5, 4-6, uh, uh, five and six, and you would have to beat Florida State to, to go even. I am not sold that Florida gets over that six win win mark. I'm not. I am just not. They easily they would to be where they need to be. They could only lose to Georgia, Tennessee, and Utah and have to beat everybody else. That means they beat Kentucky. Guys, that means a third in the East. And I just don't see that happening. Going to South Carolina. Jordan Langston says, can Vandy upset Florida? Florida at the bottom in the East. I mean, that game is in Gainesville. The game is in Gainesville, but are you sure that the kid that's a quarterback at Vandy and Swan isn't a good little player? Who was the kid that was running all over them last year? What was his name? Mike Wright. Wasn't it it Mike Wright? I think it was Mike Wright. You got American Patriot here. He says, Blake, mark my words, Missouri spanks Florida. Missouri will be a beast. Man, what happens? What happens if you get to a place where they're four and eight, five and seven, six and six, six and six again? What do you do? Man. If Florida went eight and four, which may be their ceiling, if they went eight and four, that's a success. That is a successful year. And wait until DJ Lagway gets in that building. Brandon Reese says seven and five is possible, but even that looks tough to pull off. I agree, man. That means that you would have to have hit on Graham Mertz and been really good at replacing your offensive line. Now, the the Goodwin kid, the five star that went uh, that uh, from Kentucky, that went to Kentucky, then transferred to Florida, is now technically in the portal because his mom, unfortunately, God bless her soul has cancer, and more than likely he's moving back to Louisville. I mean, man. If Billy Nap- Billy can't go 6-6 six and six again, I just don't see it. 
I, I, I just don't see it. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. I do think it's extremely wild. I do think it's re- extremely wild. Let me do this because I do I do want to finish out talking about this realignment. Let me talk about my good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Let's uh let's reset. We'll come back. We'll finish the show. I'll take your comments, put them inside the chat at hashtag ask Blake. What are some things? How about this? We'll end it here. What are some things you want to see at camp? And I'll keep my eye out. Put them inside the comments right now. We'll be back next. Don't go anywhere. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. You've been banging on my door all night long. We're in front of millions and millions and millions of people, Benjamin. Millions. And all you've been doing is banging on my door. What do you have to tell the people? You don't know. You don't know. You've been banging on my door all night long to say I don't know? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Daddy's almost done. Go in there and play. I'm almost done, okay? No, close the door. I'm almost done, cuz. I'm almost done, cuz. I got three minutes. Yeah, he does got the fresh cut. You ever seen the Tim Tebow, Marcus Spears? He, they tell Paul Feinbaum, hey, Paul, what are you telling him? Leave the sides. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Anyway, uh, Arthur says, okay, he's got a question for me. Hit me with it. Blake, I got a question for you. I've been thinking about this. Don't come. Don't say. Don't do it. Whatever you' about to do, don't do it. It's the mullet, the white version of the boosted fade. I'm just wondering. No. Can I? Sh- <laughs> can I put? You want me to put myself on blast? No, I'm not. I'm not talking about style. I'm not talking about style. Just, you want to see I mean, the white man boosted fade? No, I I know I'm I know what it like a, or a what it fade. would be, yeah, like a quick. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, I was just wondering, you know, what I'm saying because I see the mullets and they get hyped about the mullets. 
The hard part, you know, the hard part, the swoop over back. Gotcha. gotcha. I mean, I look like I can be an accountant for AT and T. Hold on. You can't go anywhere. Why'd you go somewhere? <laughs> I can't. I'm done. I'm done. I mean, with this haircut, <laughs> I look like I could be an account for AT&T. Uh, uh, sir, uh, your bill's late. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Good gracious as bodacious. couple more we'll get out of here. Robert Law says, Blake, do you think we will break out defense and offense, or who do you think will be the offense and defense player? I'm going to say Aaron Anderson and Omar Spates are the two. Dwayne Day says, Woodward didn't fall for the locals calling to hire Napier. That was never happening. Yeah, he was never hiring him. Wasn't happening. Wasn't happening. Arthur says, I'm looking forward to seeing Aaron Anderson return punts. I agree. I am too. I am too. All right, let's get out of here, man. Big, 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 big day tomorrow. I'm not even reading this. Y'all, y'all need to <laughs> pressure your ass needs to go sit down somewhere. Y'all, you need to go sit down somewhere. See y'all tomorrow. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.